Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to yet another edition of Sporting 160 EN. Today is episode six. We have a lot, many things to cover uh, with the crazy week that has been. I am here with uh, my two Spartanistas, Danny and Steph. Guys, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing fine, man. I'm a little bit sick. Um, I think I got the flu and I had uh, really bad allergies. So I'm taking strong medicine. So bear with me a little bit. Fair enough. Yeah, and uh, I'm sick, not physically, but emotionally from uh, this club that brought me through roller coasters this week. But um, glad to be back for another podcast. We had a nice two-week hiatus, and uh, I'm glad to be back on talking Spartan with you two lovely people, man. Oh, <laughs> almost fell in love with you. <laughs> so, guys, let's dive right into it. Um, it's been it's been a crazy past couple of days, a past week. But the first thing I want to talk about is the Baraga game. Um, Steph, I want to I want to give you your thoughts, but before you do, let me read you the lineups uh, of the game. Our eleven was Rui Patricio and Net Pacini, Mateu, Kuats, and Cointron were the back line. We had Jelson, Bataglia, Brun Fernandes, and Mark Chacuña. Then we had Brian Ruiz and Basdost up top. Steph, give me your thoughts on the game um, and your opinion. Well, we started the, the game uh, uh, actually pretty good. Um, I, I was like, wow, okay, we're back on track. We're playing like we uh, we played against Riwav at home. Uh, I think we're going to win in Braga. The first 25 minutes were actually... In, impeccable. Um, we we uh, we were a team uh, playing like a team. We created uh, the first opportunity in minute six. The Bajdostos almost scored. So I really thought that you know, wow, we got it going on. I think today it's going to be just like Kriwav. We're going to win at least two nothing. And then I don't know what happened after minute twenty, around twenty five thirty minute the, the thirty minute mark. I think we had a brain fart and then we gave we gave up the midfield um and then Braga took over uh they took over and then the second half I thought you know we we're going to be fine we're going to rebound JJ is going to have a great speech and we're just going to start off like the first half the first minutes of the first half but it wasn't the case uh Braga dominated the game and they put us against the ropes. And uh, on the set pieces, they were very dangerous until they scored a goal in a set piece. And um, the goal was not offside. It was it was a clean goal. The first goal uh, that they scored to me, VAR did a great job uh, canceling the goal. But they still scored towards the end. He gave us no time to react. We lost. And we lost because it's our own fault. We didn't, we didn't play like a team. We were very sloppy. And uh, me as a fan, I can say whatever I want. I'm not BDC. I'm not a president supporting. It was actually disgusting to see my team playing that poorly. Uh, we play like a sporting B, second division team. And it's embarrassing because if we would have won that game, we would have been back in the title race. And, um, and then we'll talk about the game at Athletic. But, uh, you know, that game against Braga was uh, pretty much a game that we had to win, especially after all the controversy between the presidents. 
And also because Braga, it's a direct opponent, and uh, they just one point away from third place. Uh, we have 64, 65. They have 64 points. They're really close to uh, actually conquer the third place. And with this whole dilemma this week, the player's mind is uh, really, uh, how can I say, melting, and they must be devastated emotionally. So I don't know how the game will be tomorrow, but to wrap it up against Braga, Braga deserved to win. We didn't deserve to win. We didn't do enough for it. And that's all i got to say. Danny, your thoughts on the game? Yeah, uh, same as Steph. Uh, first, maybe half an hour, we were great. After that, it looked like somebody just turned off the lights. We were we were nowhere near as good. Um, I agree with Steph. I think that the Braga's first goal um, was rightly called off from, from VAR. There was a foul on Jelson just beforehand. Um, however, if that VAR decision wasn't called, I don't know if I'd still be annoyed about it t- today. Um, there is contact, definitely, but uh, maybe minimal. But nonetheless, there's contact, so it was the right decision. Um, there was a penalty earlier on before that, before I forget, that wasn't called on Bas Dost, which is, um, I say a shock, but it's kind of nothing new, I guess, even with VAR. that It makes no difference for us, um, you know. Not to, no. not for nothing. We see softer penalties being called, and um, a clear penalty like that. I mean, Mateusz from uh, the Braga goalkeeper comes off his line. Bas and him try to get the ball. Both of them don't actually like. Bas kind of makes a reaction to get the ball. The ball goes across him. Mateusz just takes off Bas doesn't even touch the ball. How that's not a clear penalty is beyond me. The referee went to the VAR and doesn't call it. That same referee today calls a a, a joke of a penalty. Um, wrong shirt color, bro. Wrong shirt color. Yeah, I guess it's because we were wearing green. That's a good point. Um, what else can I say? Their their goal came from a set piece. It was it was a good set piece. Oh, and um, especially in the second half, we were in ourselves, um, and we dropped off even more once uh, once Piccini got that red card. Um, second yellow was correct yellow. The first yellow, I think, was exaggerated a bit. However, how Bruno Vienna. How Bruno Viana doesn't see a red card in this game before Piccini is absolutely beyond me. Beyond me. The, the, the reason we lost this game is, is because of George Zouj. I think the tactics are wrong. Because of the players. I don't think most of them were up for this game. But it's because of the referee too. I think the referee was abysmal for us. Uh, you, can, you can make the argument that, that Braga's goals could have stood or, or that, that Braga deserved maybe a penalty. But those are dubious challenges. The, pe- the, the, the challenges I'm talking about, they're obvious for anybody that truly you know, understands this sport. A clear red on Bruno Viana. How are you tackling from behind, already on a yellow card, and don't see the second yellow? The, the penalty on Bas Dost, the clear penalty. None of them touch the ball. None of them. The goalie doesn't actually go for the ball. He just takes out Bas Dost. I'm surprised Bas Dost didn't fuck up his knee. It looked like he almost messed up his knee. He was on the floor for a while. So I think those three elements, and I'm not taking the blame away from us because we are as much to blame for, if not more, than the referee. But I think the referee also had a, had a, had a saying in this game. And, and um, yeah, it's a shame because, you know, Porto dropped points. And like Steph said, we could have been back in the title race. But I don't know. This game left me a, bit, a little bit, uh, man, like this whole week, it's left me, it left me so, like, upset, so frustrated with this team. And that's all I got to say. Fair points. Um, so, guys, let me ask you something because I myself, uh, unfortunately, didn't catch the game. 
Um, but I'm seeing here that Ruben Ribeiro was substituted in the 62nd minute and then was substituted out again in the 90th minute for Wendell. Does anyone know why? Or was this some JJ inventing something or a little bit? It was it was one inventing. I think it was a substitute too late. I think Wendell should have come on earlier. It mainly because we lost Piccini to the red card. I think Jardis wanted to reinforce the midfield, but I think he just did that a little too late. That's my opinion, at least. Steph, you got anything you want to add? Well, I, I feel the same way too as Danny. Uh, I think he gave uh, JJ no choice, but. Um, the, the moves were made too late. Um, Wendell should have come on onto the pitch like the minute, uh, the 60th minute. Um, don't know why he's saving him for, for 2018-19. I mean, God damn it. We need fresh players, fresh legs now. Um, if we if we still want a shot at the, at the title or second place at least, I, I mean, I hate saying we're fighting for the second place because I want to be champion of Portugal. It's been way too long without being champion 16. It's going to 17 now. It's disgusting. After after Brun Carvalho invested so much money and gave him all the tools, a coach that's making $6 million a year, I'm expecting much more from him. And he makes the same bonehead moves. Um, as much as I want to blame everybody else, the man responsible is the coach. When, uh, when your president gives mm-hmm. you all the tools... And you don't find ways to win. I mean, you're the only one to blame. If the players are not motivated, I don't know how the fuck they're not motivated. The stadium is always full. We we have an average of what 42,000 42, per game of fans. Mm-hmm. So what else do you want from us from the fans? God damn it! You know, I mean, I pay Upagos newsquarters every month. I buy the sporting newspaper. I can go to the games because I live in the United States of America. But my fellow sporting geeks from Lisbon, they doing their job. They fill up the stadium every single time. So these players need to they need to fucking wake up and smell the coffee. And if they think they're superstars, they haven't won shit. At that's the league, it's nothing. It's a trophy that no one gives a shit. So we didn't we didn't gain nothing special this year. So I'm not saying I agree totally with BDC with Brun Carvalho with what he said this week, but at the same time, I kind of do. And me as a friend, I can say it. He should have done it in a different way, more privately, no balneario, behind closed doors. But I'm not saying I disagree with him because these players, they really think they they something special, and they are not because they haven't won shit in my, in my the way I see things. Yeah, uh, I don't want to dive too much into that just yet because I still got a couple of other things to cover um, before we get into that whole uh, drama of what happened these past few days. Um, so, guys, my my last thing here is um, it seems at times that the players are coming out, I guess, unmotivated, you can say. Um, and I know I've said this before, but again, is, is this on JJ as a coach? Do you need to – galvanize your troops you know uh, get them motivated or is it the players as well or is it a mixture of both I mean what the hell is going on um, because had we gotten even a point off of that game against Braga but we only played for a good 20 minutes and then we completely fell flat um, 
And the thing is, we were still in the title run. So it's just very frustrating to see players looking unmotivated. And I don't know if that's coming from JJ or the players themselves. So I wanted uh, to see if one of you guys, uh, Danny, you could go ahead and see, um, you know, who's more to blame, JJ or, or the players for the lack of attitude? Um, I, I think it's 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 a little bit of both, maybe more on JJ. Um, uh, I, and I say JJ only because I think that the the style of play that we have adopted this year, especially towards the the latter stages of the season when we've been in multiple competitions playing basically twice a week, um, has been a very pragmatic one, a very relaxed one. So that this sort of attitude that the players have, some of them not tracking back as much, some of them not defending as hard, not you know, uh, I I think that's more on the style of play sometimes. Um, but nonetheless, you guys are professionals. Um, like Steph said, you, you guys, we haven't won anything special. Tasa Liga, that's nothing. That's, that's bare minimum. We get Tasa Liga. That's whatever. I can afford it. We can, we can care less if we win it or lose it. Right. Um, so I think, I think it's both. The, 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 JJ needs to truly rally his troops. If, if he wants to, if he's staying another year, I want to see, you know, a motive, more motivation toward to, to these guys given. But at the same time, these guys are also professionals. They should already be motivated. They don't need, you know, some of them are in their 30s or in their late 20s. These guys are, you know, hitting their quote-unquote prime, some of them. You know, you, you guys are supposed to be up for it every single game. You guys want to be champions at Sporting? It's not as easy as other clubs. You have to be motivated for that. You have to, you have to be willing to fight every game. So to me, it's a, it's a accumulation of both. Fair enough. And let, let's leave it at that. And let's move on to the Europa League match. Uh, we were away at against Atletico Madrid. The starting lineup was as follows. Rui Patricio, Pacini, Guatz, Mateu, Cointrão in the back line. Bataglia and William playing at holding midfield road. Then Jelson, Brian on the wings. Bruno Fernandes playing right in behind Bastos, who is our striker. Steph, I will let you take this one first. What were your thoughts on the game? What did we do good? What didn't we do so well? Well, actually, that game, we didn't play so bad. We actually played decent, but we're not expecting two huge mistakes. I mean, humongous mistakes. Uh, and evil, the, 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 he keeps the, the street eyes. Yeah, catastrophic. Know, catastrophic. It, like the level of worse than MLS. Triple <laughs> A in baseball or AFL fucking in football. Those mistakes from two players that no one was expecting. From Coates, an international from Murugrai, and Jeremy Machir, a player that played in Barcelona. Those mistakes, when you make it with such good players, you know they're going to score. And that's exactly what happened. And Athletic de Madrid. They're really good in counterattack. And that's how they played against us in counterattack mode. And uh, Griezmann and mm -hmm. uh, the other striker. Diego, uh, Diego Costa, yeah. Diego Costa. No, no. No, for Diego Costa. It was the mm -hmm. other guy. Diego Costa didn't score. Oh, Koke. Uh, Koke plays yeah. on the wing, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, they, they scored the goal. Uh, if, if it was us, we would have missed it. But this is world-class players, and they scored. Mm -hmm. If it was uh, Montero, Bazdos, the way they're playing, they would have missed it. But they scored through nothing. We we played well, actually. We rotated the ball. We controlled the ball. We had more possession of the ball. But we all know that in football, that doesn't mean shit, having more possession, if you don't score the goals. Then Montero 
Basdorf missed one chance of goal. Um, he did his best with a header. Um, but you can tell he's below form. He's not himself. And um, and then Montero, a minute uh, nine, 90 plus two, that would have been 2-1. Perfect score to go yep. back to Alvalade. And listen, that listen. crucial away goal, yep. Yeah, he yep. misses that, that goal in front of the net, which you can miss. You cannot miss in these competitions. You have to score. Look at Cock and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, Griezmann. Griezmann. They scored when they had to. Yeah, yep. especially especially a player with his his experience, because you know I understand if it's one thing like Rafael Leon, you know, a young eighteen year old missing that, but Montero's got a little bit of experience under his belt. So yeah, Steph, I it, like you said, it's an inexcusable to miss that. And you know, to wrap it up, you know the uh, the Spanish media made fun of us. Uh, we're talking about Bruno Carvalho. What he said, but what he said, it's like most most of us fans would like to say. He said it. He shouldn't have said it because he's the president. But most of us were saying that. If we want to be completely honest, there's not one Sportingista that wasn't complaining about both games. The we were all th- we were all thinking it. Yep, we were all thinking yep. the same thing. We every, said everything. Every single Sportingista fan was saying, "What the fuck is going on mm-hmm. with my team? What's going on? Every Sportingista was saying that. The thing is, when you're the president of a club, you can be a fan and the president. Mm-hmm. You have to separate those two. And he can't. That He just can't because he's a real Sportingista. He lives it. He loves his club. He knows the money he invested in that in, in that plantel. And and to him, it hurts. It hurts to, you know, it, it, it's like sticking a knife through his heart. Because, you know, the money we spent on this fucking plantel and they're not delivering, it's disgusting. Dumbia, it's the biggest disappointment of the 21st century. <laughs> I mean, it, what a shame that we got such a shitty player. He's not playing shit. And uh, Bajdos is below form, but he doesn't get the crosses that he likes. So he's not going to score. But the Atletico de Madrid game, I hate to say it, but even the Spanish media, I don't know if you if you read Marca and us, they were just ripping us apart. And they basically, they, they considered that we already out of the uh, semifinals. I, I hope we can prove them wrong. And that's why I think this message from Bruno Carvalho is crucial. If today they got to talk and they worked it out, I think tomorrow we might see a sporting that could possibly win 3-4. Nothing against uh, Passo Ferreira is all motivated. As you got Leões, como tem jogar, caralho. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said that better. Uh, Danny, what, what were your thoughts? Honestly, uh, Steph hit the nail on the head, man. Um, I think the, 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 the two errors destroyed us. Uh, this is easily Coate's worst game in a Sporting shirt. Uh, by the 50th minute, I wanted him out. Uh, I wanted him subbed off because he was making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. There was We, we got punished for two of them. But Diego Costa, if, 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 if he's smart enough, luckily, yeah. you know, he's, he's a bonehead, but... If he's as ruthless as, as he normally is, he scores two more. There's one where he's in front of Rui Patricio, but, okay, Rui Patricio saves, saves Coates' ass by, you know, pulling the ball away from his legs. And then there's another one, again, where Rui Patricio is big enough to save it. Um, it could have easily been four just from mistakes. And I think that's what annoys me the most, is that it's not the way we, we lost. Listen, we, we lost against... A world-class team. Let, let's let's say how it is, you know. Um, in the last five or six years, whatever it is, they've made two Champions League finals and lost both of them to probably the best team in the world, Real Madrid. 
Um, the, this team normally isn't in Europa League. This team normally goes through the latter stages of the Champions League. Um, yep. This team in the but, last but few I know, years I know, I know has been disturbing the peace. Wait, wait, but let, let me just... But I know put, what you're but saying, the, but, but it's the way we, we lost. We lost with exactly. mistakes. Exactly, and that's, that's the thing that annoys me the most, is that we, it's not, we didn't lose because, you know, these guys dominated us. We lost because we, like, we, we were beat sleeping. Ourselves. We were sleeping. Jelson, I kind of understand where he's going from on, on that breakaway. He wants to go far post because he sees All Black kind of getting his near, like, really covering the near post. And, and we all see Jelson, he's not that great on his left foot. Much for this. Power, take the man. Chance. Go to the go to the near post. Open your opening yourself up. You take so much power away from your shot. Yeah. Open. Take that. Take that. Take that left-footed shot, or even try to toe bunt it in with your right. Try to go near post. Uh, Freddie Montero. The, when Freddie Montero came here, he had he had sang fria. He was he was ruthless. I seen him score harder goals than that in in more crucial situations, bro. Let's not forget a few years ago in Tasa Portugal, we were down two one. This guy. I don't know how he scores that goal, but he had composure. All of a sudden, two years passes yep. and he forgets it. It's a joke. The way we lost, and I kind of agree with Bruno Carvalho said, and I agree with Steph. He shouldn't have said it because he was a president. But what he said wasn't anything different that I said on Twitter that day. It's a joke. Any the fact of us that we said. lost. The fact yep. that we lost by yep. that, it's a joke. It's a joke. And, and these players, I, I guess, I, I kind of don't want to get too much into it, but but by them protesting their thing on Instagram, they should be they should be ashamed of themselves. Why why are you so concerned with what the president is saying when everything of he's course. saying is true? You should be apologizing to us. Sorry, we were sleeping on the field. Coach, coach, gonna score. Sleeping on the field. Prove it to me that you battered the next game against Pass Freires. Não venham cá com conversa de chacha. You have to prove it to me now in Pass Freires. Listen, guys, we are better than what we've been playing. Because because now I am with Bruno Carvalho. I want everybody to know that. I am Sportingista. I pay my cottage. I am a socio. I buy the newspaper. I live for Sporting. I breathe and eat for Sporting. And I am with Bruno Carvalho because I feel the same way. These fucking players, they think they what? Prima donas? They own Sporting? No, they don't. Why should they be treated differently from anybody else? When I see the futsal team or the volleyball team, they take the time to go see the fans and they make it a lap around the, the, the arena. They sign autographs. They take pictures with the fans they, and they love the fans. These players, they, some of them clap, some of them don't, some of them go away. They think they what? They haven't won shit. They're not superstars. They, 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 they're really nothing. And it upsets me the most that someone had to say it and Bruno Carvalho said it. And deep inside, I am glad that he said it, to tell the truth. Because no one else has the fucking balls to say it in a, the sporting uh, um, chain of command. Who's going to say it? Who said Iva? No, he's not going to say it. The, the vice presidents, they're not going to say it. So I'm glad that Bruno Carvalho said it, actually. Because they need a wake-up call. Might as well get rid of the bad apples now than later. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only thing, the only one good thing, I guess you could say, that I took out of this game was Pacini. I thought Pacini was absolutely electrifying on that right flank. Um, I think he's a player that at Real Betis uh, was very inconsistent. Uh, but ever since he's moved to Spartan, he's been putting very, very good performances. I think he's becoming a world-class right back. Um, and he's only going to keep developing. 
but that you know that's that's about all I can take away from this game. I'm not really going to go into it because it's pretty much repeating off of what you two said. Um, so let's move on to the uh, next topic, which was right after the Atletico game. Uh, Bruno Carvalho, you know, as we all know, went on Facebook and uh, made a post uh, where he was saying, uh, you know, criticizing the players. I believe he was saying it looked like it was it was nine players, not eleven players. Um, he had said things like uh, Boss Austin going thrown, um, got a yellow card because they didn't want to play in the return leg. Um, it was a whole bunch of criticism. And I know we've, we've dove a little bit into it, but as far as the Bastos to going thrown, purposely getting yellow cards, are, do you guys are on the same page with that one? Um, what's your take? Danny, I'll let you take that one first. No, I, I, I don't think he exactly meant it like that. I think he was more say, like, it's a figure of speech sort of thing. Um, I don't think he was questioning their professionalism when he said that. I, I, I took it more as, as a figure of speech of them, of saying, like, that yellow card was unnecessary rather than, you know, they didn't actually want to play. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, but again, I, I, I kind of agree with him. It, mm-hmm. You know, it was unnecessary for them to get the yeah. yellows. I mean, especially um, especially going thrones and, and Bastos. What, when do we ever see Bastos going into a sliding challenge? Because yeah, that annoyed you don't, me. You don't, okay, I know, but but be careful. Okay. Steph, go ahead. Steph, go ahead. Give me your two cents on it. Okay, okay. Bastos, he reacted upon uh, two seconds before uh, entrada to Feza was a little bit harsh, mm. and then he reacted because of that. But he should have known better. Uh, because the the uh, athletic Madrid, if you saw, they 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 very physical, very physical. All of them, they push, they 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 shove, they use their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So so the defender, I don't know his name. He, uh, 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 Gudin, Diego Gudin. Yeah, I or think was it, uh, Savage. It's either Savage or Gudin. Yeah, and one of those two. They he he, he kind of uh, it was harsh with him, and then Basdos reacted, and he shouldn't have, but he did. Because if you go back, you'll see why he did what he did. But he should have known mm-hmm. better. Uh, because, and the excuse somebody on Twitter said, well, ninguém avisou os jogadores que tinham amarelos. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course they, they have to know. Like, come on. They had to. They, had, they to. had to know. You don't go into a game like that not knowing. Yeah. Oh, no, if everybody know, if I, everybody else knows RTP 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 notícias e RTP Internacional, o TSN do Canadá e até o caralho de ESPN dos Estados Unidos, os jogadores não sabem, sabem uma merda que não sabem. Pá. Yeah, yeah. I'm right, I'm right there with you. No, 100%, I agree with you. Not to mention, we have so many yellows in Europa League that they have to know. Of course. So yeah. many players in risk, they have to know. That, that's an excuse. Bastos yeah. can say that, but that's an excuse. Of course, it's an excuse. Of course, it is an excuse. Because somebody said os dirigentes ninguém avisou os jogadores. Não avisaram um cara. Não, that's Não avisaram um gajo que faz 3 milhões ao ano. So, guys, give me your take. I know, I know, we've dove a little bit into it, but who's more at fault, Bruno Carvalho or the players? For what? For everything that's happened recently. Uh, the players, with no doubt, they the ones playing like shit. Yeah, if I couldn't, I couldn't be the president of Sporting because I would react the same way. I, I have, <laughs> I também tem dois parafusamentos, so I can, I can <laughs> actually sympathize with Bruno Carvalho. Um, it, it's just, it's just, I think I would have done behind closed doors. I would have gone right. to the balneário right. 
and I was spoken to them, ex it, 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 not done in, in on Facebook or Correa de Mania like he did. Mm -hmm. um, that that's the only difference. I would have gone downstairs and and ripped them a big one in the fucking mm -hmm. bottle, big time. And I would yeah. have duck them, you know, their pay on bonus or something. I would say, okay, you want to play like shit, then you're not getting your bonuses, you know, or something like that. Because it's you you cannot expect to get such a great salary, and then you're not performing, or you always complaining. I think Madora Kino no joelho um bocadinho. Like these professional players, good grief, they feel a little pain and, and, and they just want to come out of the game. What happened to players like, you know, like like uh, we, we had in the past Manuel Fernandes, como o Benfica tinha o Eusebio, como o Porto tinha o Frasco, players that we played with pains and never complained. These players, they, they, I don't know if it's the fault of the club and the medical staff when they tell them if you feel a pain, you, just tell us and you'll come out right away. Because in our days, the, these professional players, hey, yeah, I think like it's a I think it's a generational thing to be honest, Steph. I think players back then played through a lot more playing than players do today. I mean, today you get a paper cut and you're out. Is that too far? I gotta tell you, is that too far? Sinceramente, I'm I'm sick of it because. We can only blame Benfica for so much with corruption, this and that. But at the same time, we're still playing. We're playing like shit. So mm -hmm. it's a combination of both, which uh, Benfica appreciates all this mess because they're off the newspapers now. Oh, they love it. Yeah, we're frontline news. It, you know? Yeah. And uh, blaming Bruno Carvalho, it's easy. You know why? Because mm -hmm. it's only one person. Exactamente. Everyone loves using them as the scapegoat. Um, before I give you guys my my take on it, Danny, anything else you want to add over it? Um, if, if you found that the players were all at fault, if it's 50-50, how do you see it? I see it more as 50-50. I see more of the blame towards um, Bruno Carvalho and the players. And I'll, I'll tell you why Bruno Carvalho. And I know Steph might well, – actually, Steph kind of agreed with me because he said it. Um, one, he should have done it on closed doors. Two, mm -hmm. the way he goes about it, is is unnecessary because then after he even calls in Sam TV, what happened two weeks ago or, or two months ago or a month ago where he was saying to, to boycott these channels because they have no respect for us. And right. then you call in because they're giving some wrong opinion. Bro, you said it yourself. They yeah. they don't have respect for us. Why are we why are we even giving them any TV ratings? Their TV ratings must have shot up once everybody found out that he was calling in. <laughs> Bruno, don't do these people that favor. To, to, now towards the players... How are you too sensitive to take criticism? What Bruno Carvalho said, okay, he's your president. Maybe he should go about it in a different way. But what he's saying, you guys should take his constructive criticism. Not as this guy's attacking me, blah, 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 going on social media, mm -hmm. basically crying about it, you know, posting about it. Um, uh, I, I think it's it, it, what they also did was all wrong. It, it creates this tension that the media, who already doesn't like us, can just have a field day with it. And we've seen reports that Fabio Coentron hit Bruno Carvalho and he was on his way to Madrid. was bullshit. Yeah, they were um, false. I was the one who hit him, false. by the way. Yeah, yeah, false. There was another one before then, when I woke up in the morning saying that the sporting players had refused to go to training, had refused to do this and that because of the comments. Emil. Later we find out, later we find out, false. So already... But that's what yeah. I'm saying. These players, these players are adding on to, to tension towards a club that 
maybe doesn't exist. Maybe it's not as bad as we're talking about. I understand that there was a a, a meeting today with the players and George Zeus sort of mediating between the two. And, and that's what should have happened initially. And it happens towards clo- closed doors that none of us would find out about. If you that had Suarez. happened that way... You marked Suarez for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but if that had happened that way, I think it would have been much better that way. Much better. None of us would have really known about this. The I way know, but both sides know, handled know, it, sometimes, totally wrong. Sometimes it's, it's good that it happens this way. It, I know it was like a earthquake. I know it was. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it happened, it happened. And you know what? Now they have to justify themselves to us, the fans. 100%. Because without the fans, the club does not exist. Look at it. Look at the Okin Patinzois. They fucking shined against a very difficult team. And now in the final four, the Champions League or Europa Liga, the, the Okin Patins. Yeah. The last time we went to Europa League, Okin Patins, it's been many years ago. Yeah. Okay? They play like they never played before. Because believe me or not, This message got, got all the way to modalidades. Look at the, the, the juniors today. They won 5-5-3 against uh, Leiria. Mm-hmm. Everyone performed at like a top, uh, a, a notch up. Because, believe it, this affected every athlete at Sporting. So, in a way, it, it's good that it happened. We, we don't like it because it's an embarrassment the way it did. But it was needed. A wake-up call like this was needed. And I think, you know, it worked out in our favor. We'll see tomorrow, of course, but I think it did. Yeah, I agree. I think the only thing also that he went too far was was publicly stating, like, I know he deleted it right after, but we picked up on it right away that, you know, all these players are suspended, blah, 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 and again creating this rhetoric that the B team will play. I, it, I like it because it shows, it shows that, like you said, no player is bigger than the club. And to that this club, that this club is exactly... This club is for the fans. This club belongs to us, not to whatever superstar they may think they are. But then at the same time, like I said, it creates tension that may not be necessary. Um, I, hope, I hope that the way you're saying that, 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 that is true. I, I, I think it will be that the players after this are going to react and, and they're going to give a proper performance ahead for, uh, uh, for Pasha Fereira. But then again, if, if they do lose tomorrow, which I hope doesn't happen, but if they do, that'll just again call into question Bruno Carvalho's Uh, no leadership. No, no, not really. If they lose tomorrow, the pressure will be on the players because the fans. I'm not so sure. Stadium, uh, I'm telling you, the fans will be will be on, on the stadium booing them, saying, "Okay, you see, you see why Brunkerwald was right because they really are playing like shit." A hundred percent. But then easily they can as easily re- uh, change the rhetoric. To being Bruno Carvalho affects his team the same way they did uh, when we lost against Braga, which to me makes no sense whatsoever. How you're blaming that on Bruno Carvalho? But again, that can easily be that people can easily just as easily say, um, yeah, you know, the the blames on the blames on Bruno rather than the players. Yeah, and the o- and the only ones that will say that it'll be Are the, the exactly. Rodrigues. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a lot of Spartanistas on Twitter that I. That I respect and that I, I like their opinions already saying that Bruno should go. Nah, well, well they're oh, 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 calma com isso. I, I agree. I agree. I'm not calma calma those ones isso, saying that. Those ones they're saying that it's because they voted for him. They voted for him like a, a month ago. And now they're mm-hmm. saying that they're not real sporting cases because you know why? Because we have to be realistic. The players are playing like shit. 100%. No, I agree with you. Them, Protecting them all the time, even when they're playing like shit, it it just it doesn't justify all the time. 
I'm I'm okay if my team loses if they played well. Mm-hmm. If they played well, then I'm okay with that. But but they've been playing like shit and losing. So Brunkerval, you should have said something. And the only thing I agree with everyone else, you and all the sporting issues, is he should have done it behind closed doors, not in public. That I agree with everybody. Yeah. So I, I want to jump in here real quick. I want to give my two cents on the situation. Steph, do you ever get criticized at work by your boss? Mm. Yeah, of course. I have uh, and I have a midterm eval uh, every mm-hmm. six months and then an evaluation at the end of uh, the year. Yeah, of course. Right. I get mm. criticized as well. I'm sure, Danny, you get criticized as well if you're not doing something right. 100%. Now, now, with that being said, my boss also doesn't make a Facebook post about how much I suck at my job. Okay? So in that aspect of it, I agree with you guys. It should have been behind closed doors. However, I think Brunt Carvalho is trying to change the culture and he's trying to send a message. And this was the message. This will no longer be tolerated. When you have players like William Carvalho that instead of traveling to, you are a captain on this team. Instead of traveling with the team to Braga, you're in the streets of Madrid having a good time. Are you kidding me? Why aren't you there with your team? Why aren't you there with your team? Okay. When when we have a player like Jelson Martinez, as much as we love him, in the Mure Rens game, okay, he picks up a stupid second yellow card, knowing, knowing that if he picked up a second yellow, he was going to miss a pivotal match against Porto. Okay, because he wanted to send a message to Ruben Smithu, who was in jail. You couldn't come up with an Instagram post, a Facebook post. It had to be during that game, huh? See, this is the thing is that these players are putting themselves over the club. So that's why I liked I in a way I kind of liked what he did because he's saying this shit will no longer be tolerated. If you think you are bigger than the club, then you are out. And if that was his if that was him trying to, you know, I guess galvanize the troops or to see who's going to be with me or who wants to leave, then I am completely fine with that because everything that he posted was right. It was what we all saw in the game. It, it it's just because he's the president, so obviously he's held to a higher standard. You know, you shouldn't be doing things like that. But he was completely right with everything he said. So that's just my two cents. Can, we hit. can I ask you a question to both of you? Go ahead. Mm. Okay. Apparently, we do have a lot of experts in the the uh, the world of sporting because everyone is entitled to their opinion, and that's the way it should be. That's called democracy. Mm. But how the fuck do we know? If Brun Carvalho didn't already have this conversation with the players behind closed doors, hundred percent. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, and maybe the message, and obviously, I mean, and it's not got, getting hurt. Yeah, you're absolutely and, and right. Then, and then he got fed up and said, "How many times do I have to talk mm-hmm. to these guys behind yeah. closed doors?" And he's still not getting the message. Yeah, I, I have to. Be- right I have to believe you. that. True. I mean, he's yeah. sitting on the bench how for sure. Know? How many times? How many times? I guarantee you. How many times probably could have happened that we miss an open chance? And Bruno Carvalho on the bench says, oh, puta que pariu, or something along those lines. You don't think the players hear that shit? Even that alone. You don't think the players hear that shit? Come on, man. You guys have to step the fuck up as well. I agree with you guys. The players are at fault. You guys have to step the fuck up, man. But then again. JJ too, though, because it's not just the players. I wouldn't say is, I don't think maybe not as much JJ, because I've seen, 
I don't know, man. I, I seriously think that there are a lot of players on this team that think they are bigger than Spartan. Yep. Okay. And yep. I think that is yep. something that really, really, really needs to effing change. Because for a team that hasn't won in 16 years, that cannot be a player's mentality. A player's mentality should be, damn it, we haven't won it in 16 years. Let's freaking go out and win it this year. But no, they want to pull these stupid little stunts. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of defending it. And I'm going to come out and criticize them like I did with Jelson and William for pulling their BS. You can't you can have players thinking, I could have been playing at Arsenal or West Ham or Madrid or whatever, mm-hmm. but I stayed for you, Sporting. I'm doing you a favor. You're not doing us a favor. No, you're we're not. freaking – you're getting paid. We're paying you yeah. on time. So play what you're supposed to play and that's it. Because the, these players, they get everything from Sporting. The best mm-hmm. academy, the best soccer fields, the best medical staff, the best physiotherapists, the best uh, food, the best traveling. They've been traveling. Brun Carvalho went as far as they flying all over in, instead of taking the bus to save them time and everything. And they, they getting, they, they're being treated like, like kings. And maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, because they came from little clubs to a bigger club, and then they think they they reached the very peak of their lives. Yeah, I and just then, think. Go ahead, sir. And then we we I'm going to give you two names. Uh huh. Jean Mario for Pointer Milao. Yeah. He's up. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? hundred uh, percent. His career went downhill. Should have gone to Roma, but Slimani. Give you another another opposite example. Ludim days should go to Genova, shade from Dwala, and last started last first game, game and scored. Bang! Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Two two different situations that Sporting has created. Mm-hmm. Brunker Valio, believe me, is correct because I'm fed up too. I don't want to. I don't want to belong to a team that's losing every single year. It's been 16 years, man. It's going to be 17. My son yeah. is 12. You never. You never seen Sporting campeão, Canario. I haven't seen him campeão unless I go on YouTube and watch the old highlights. I have I have to hear Bafi Kisses and Portisa tell me the same shit year after year after year, and I have to be understanding with players making those big mistakes in front of our goal and losing two nothing against Atlético Madrid. Why do I have to be understanding? What about understanding my cause? It's been seventeen years, goddammit. Yeah, I think I think I think there needs to be a culture change, and I think honestly that's why Bruno Carvalho did this uh, as a stance that this crap will no longer be tolerated, and if you don't like it, you can get the hell out. So we have to be so understanding with the players, and I don't get that. I just don't get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I don't get it. Why we have to protect them so much when they what the hell have they won? <laughs> when they, they pull they pull such a poor performance. Those last two games were devastating for the Sporting Universe. Yeah. I think we the only we out of two competitions. Yeah, yeah, not we getting that, that away goal. We knew yeah. that the month of April was going to be important, and mm-hmm. the two two important games of of the month of April, the beginning of April, we lose them, and we're supposed to. I could have seen those vamos protegê-los, protegê-los do que caralho. Então são pagos da tempiora. Ah, ah, não venham com com tretas, meu. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And sir. I'm sorry, and I have to mix Portuguese when I'm nervous. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all good, brother. No worries, man. No worries at all. The only thing I also have to say, too, is, is um, that I liked what Bruno Carvalho did before this whole controversy thing was solidify George Zuz's spot in the yes. team. I was, numerous... I was going to get into that. Sorry, what? You guys think it was – I said that was going to be my next segment of him breaking the news that he's going to stay. Do you guys agree with that? 
you should stay or should we go get someone else? Uh, I'm sort of on the if fence. He, if, Listen, if, if there's better options, I think get it. If not, I, I, I can put up with George Zouj for another year. I put up with Paulo Bent for four years. I can easily pull up, pull up with George Zouj. <laughs> Um, the, but the, what, what I was saying was that I like that, the fact that we did that, because if you look at other teams like Arsenal, for example, if you look at their last season where Arsene Wenger was sort of an if I might stay, I might not stay, and look at how bad it affected the players, and Brun Carvalho right away, once those murmurs started happening, happening right away, he said, no, George Zouge, this is a this is a project, George Zouge, even if it's not true, he's, he's saying George Zouge is the coach. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This is blah blah blah. Like you guys have to put up with him because he's staying here. The, right away, you're the, as a player, your attitude is either, which I hope isn't for Spartan, but we've seen it at other teams like Chelsea, for example. But your your attitude is either I'm gonna play shit and to get this guy really fired, or it's okay. I have to put up with this guy. Let me put in my let me pull up my socks and do my work, or else I'm fucked. And and that's what I like from the, from what Bruno Carvalho did, and I think it had an effect on 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 the team because as we said, against Atleti, we didn't play bad. It was just we were, some of us were sleeping, some of us were yeah. sleeping. Not the whole team, but a few players fell asleep, and it cost us. And that's that's the worst part. Yeah, Steph, what about you? Do you think uh, it's a good idea to bring JJ back, or would you go get someone else? But to, to tell the truth, uh, at this point in time, I, I don't even know if it's JJ's fault. Uh, mm-hmm. in, cer- in certain games, I, I agree with that. With both of you guys, he, he, uh, his tactics was off. They were off mm-hmm. a little bit. But that's because he trusted the players. He thought that the players he put on the pitch were actually going to deliver. And then they didn't. Um, and it's, blame to, to, it, it's, it's easy to blame just the coach. It's super easy because it's just one individual. Um, so, but 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 the bottom line is is um, if JJ stays, I'm not against it. Um, he's, he's a good coach. But do we have other coaches we could look into? Yes, I, there's two names I, that I will mention. Okay, one, go ahead. One name you guys will call me crazy, but I, <laughs> but personally, I like him. He's, okay, he's coached uh, smaller teams, but I've always seen Rasa from Zgadorzu every time he, they they played for him. Leech Vidigal. Leeds Vidigal, the only the only thing that people don't like about him, and I call it the way it is, it's because the way he looks. Seriously speaking, <laughs> I hate to say it, it's because the way he looks. But me, I think he's a phenomenal coach. I like the way the way he puts his team's planes. When he does the interviews, I I don't think people like the way he gives the interviews, like the flash interviews and stuff. But I think he's a great coach. Uh, every every team he went through. He did fairly well. Did he ever play for a big team? No. But if given the chance, I think he will strive. And the other name I will mention is Rujors. I think he's doing a a phenomenal job with the sub-21 team. Yeah, that's a good team. I've heard that name. The sub-21 team was all revamped, all new players. And they're playing well. They they went to Switzerland and they won 3-2 away. Man, there was a point where we went two years undefeated on the under twenty ones, yeah. and it was always rotating new new youngsters. I yeah. agree with and and to work with our academy, I don't see anybody better than Rui George. I actually agree with you. Steve. Yeah. So, yeah. but if 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 JJ stays, I have a feeling that the next year, the next season, the team will be it's going to be like fifty percent of changes because oh, of absolutely. this uh, because Again. of this because of this earthquake. I yeah. think. I think we'll easily sell 
Jelson Martins, William Falho. I think Williams for sure. Quartz. Rui Patrício will go. I mean, he's I don't think so. Não, o Rui Patrício para mim não vai. I don't think so, Seth. I don't think so. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because you guys missed the interview de Colites, não Colites, com Luís Vidigal. O Leeds, eu queria dizer Luís Vidigal for coach, not Leeds Vidigal. Ok. Não, o Leeds Vidigal para coach, o Luís Vidigal deu uma entrevista. Because they're good friends, he's good friends with with Rui Patrício. And Rui Patrício was asking him about the lifestyle in Naples, in Italy. And I said, it's good, you should go. And I'm telling you, I think he's uh, he's itching for an ex not because of this what happened, but for an experience overseas. So I think he might do it, and for the money too. They they they'll pay him the double. Yeah, I mean that's true. I I don't know. I well, Rui Patricio to me is is more of like a forty percent or even thirty percent chance he goes, and a sixty seventy percent he stays. Yeah, the, the I, only, I think I only the only reason I don't see him leaving is because I I've, I've seen periods where I thought this guy has to go. He's he's there was a point where he was way too good to be in this club and he didn't leave. So the fact that now the team is revamped and we've been closer to winning a title than ever before, I think I think he still wants. He might never win it. He might be like Steven Gerrard, but I think he wants <laughs> to stay in the club until he wins the league. I oh, think I, so. mean, I could be wrong. I could be uh, wrong, though. I mean, Steve Gerrard left. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that was when he was like he was old as, He was old as heck. He can't run yeah. anymore. And, he, you know, he lasted one and a half years in L.A. And that was it, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he went after the paycheck. But, you know, if Rui Patricio leaves, I think Naples will pay the 30 million. And if that's the case, that's a good deal. Yeah. My my only thing with JJ is if he stay I'm 50-50. If he stays cool, but the thing that they needs to change are one stop inventing stupid crap, okay? Yeah. And number and number 2 and number 2 is more player rotation. Yeah. And I think I think he needs to do a, a lot better in the transfer market because although yes, there are a few gems that we've picked up, we also picked up a lot of horrid players I think over the winter market that really yeah. hurt us and hurt the squad. So I think this uh, summer. Go ahead. Because no, just because our summer, our summer uh, transfer window was actually pretty good. We got a lot of good players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I just felt like the winter we needed. For you sure. know, we 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 needed another striker. I think Montero was kind of like a quick fix, but you know, it didn't really fix anything. Um, so it, it's just little things like that. Um, Steph, I'm with you. I think Rujarz would be a very good hire. Another name I like is for, actually from Germany, from the Bundesliga. Is uh, Julian uh, Nagelsmann? He coaches Hoffenheim. He's turned Hoffenheim mm -hmm. into an absolute beast in the Bundesliga. So that that that's my number one option if we get him. He's a young coach. Um, he's on mind. the rise. A lot of the big teams in in Germany are looking at him. Bayern, Dortmund. So that that's one name. Um, if I had to go out and grab somebody that I would take. But if JJ stays, I'm cool with it. We don't lose money. He plays. Towards the end of his contract, I mean, wouldn't it be such a sporting thing to do that, or happen rather that in his last year he wins us the league title, Cinderella story, he drives off into the sunset, and God, well, whoever the hell wants to as well. I gotta tell you something because I just it just popped up in my head. I'm a sexy guy. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> You're beautiful I'm a sexy stuff, sexy guy. <laughs> Hey, I got a, I got a great <laughs> so <laughs> Go ahead, Steph, bro. You got me kill it. He killed I'm me. Si I'm sick like a dog, bro. Uh, 
what popped up to uh, my head is um, against Atletico Madrid, a couple things came up uh, um, when I was watching the game. I was actually I called out that day because I I was really sick, and then um, a couple of plays plays of Sporting they they were possibly fouled, and the referee said go on with the game, and they preferred to be sitting down on the floor and complaining. And then a couple of times JJ said get up and go back to the field to help your teammates. I don't know if you guys remember those plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Bruno Fernandes was one of the players. Yeah. Um, who was the other? I don't know if it was. I think Piccini was one of them too. My, yeah, yeah was, I think so. There was one, yeah, where Piccini was on the floor and Jelson was, he was our fucking right back. And then only 20 seconds later do I see Piccini jogging back. Yes. And that, and that's when he clicked. Is it, is it JJ's fault of the players, they, they just big whiners and they always expect mm -hmm. to foul? Because you don't see players from the small teams acting that way. They get fouled yeah. if they get, if they don't, they get up and they go about their business. I think it's 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 like we said before. Our players are too accustomed to thinking that is uh, Sporting, we're gonna get a recall in port, especially in Portugal. When they go to uh, play in the international level, it's a different ball game, buddy. Mm -hmm. They're not yeah. gonna give you those piece of shit calls. You have to play every ball. You have to be focused the, the full ninety minutes. And I don't think it's JJ's fault. And one thing I remember a couple of years ago, we had the, we had a psychologist in our team. Uh, from Brazil, and uh, he used to be, to be the one that uh, motivating the teams. And the team was the team was playing well, and everyone made fun of him. But the team was actually playing better than now he, because they had somebody else to talk to. There was a professional, you know. I'm not saying that uh, they should hire one, but maybe they should. They could call me. I'll go over there and spank them. I mean, talk to them. <laughs> Some of them might like the spanking. <laughs> let me let me just say something to your point because I agree with you. This Atletico Madrid game has nothing to do with George Zouche. Because George Zouche had had the boys no. playing well. Absolutely, the boys playing very Absolutely. well. However, Absolutely. Braga, Porto, Benfica, Porto outra vez. I think those games you can of course put a bit of the blame on 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 the players. Um, I think especially that last Porto game, we missed a few opportunities to at least tie or win the game. But the way we've played in big games this year, aside from maybe Barcelona and Juventus, the way we played it in big games this year, it has to go down to JJ. Because there, it, we've played more of the same to, uh, for all the big teams in Portugal. Sit back, let them attack, try to counterattack, try to be more pragmatic. You don't have to rush up the play. Let's pass it slow. Let's pass it sideways. Don't rush. Don't press. If they press you, try to look for the ball or try to look for a pass. Don't try to do this. Don't try. I think the way we've played against big games in Portugal, especially the Braga game and the Porto game from more recent, and even the Benfica game, I think has, you have to put 60% to 70% of the blame on JJ because the way we played, I think, was entirely wrong. Okay. Now, Let, the Atletico Madrid game, all players. Can I ask you guys something? How many players from Portugal have gone to Atletico de Madrid? Ipa, a lot. Simão, Paulo Sensio. I mean, they're all no. from Benfica. Okay. Paulo Futre. Recently. Yeah. No, recently. Not many. Gaetan. No, yeah, yeah but... You had but, Gaetan, you had... Uh, what Oblak. O Falcao. O Falcao. Okay. Yeah, Falcao. Okay, you had quite a few that have gone from the Portuguese lead to Atlético Madrid, and what happens to them? They end up what? Jackson right Martinez. Yeah. You know why? Goes to China. Who Simeone 
is like this. You play, for my team, you have to play offense and defense. There's no yep. such thing. I'm only an offensive player. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And, and he's, one of, he's one of the best in the games, too. Exactly. He's an absolute sensational did coach. See, did you see how they played against us? They didn't give no. a fuck. No. Nope. Bro, they Griezmann to, was defending. If they had to foul, they would foul you. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't go through the midfield forward, you know? Piccini pulled up a, a couple good plays because he got he really got away from the players, but they play very physical. Our team, a gente joga com pantufas. Yeah. All right, guys, we, we got to move on though because we're 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 being pushed a, a little bit for time here. Um, Steph, do you, did you want to go over the modalities? Well, the only thing I gotta say about the modalities, I'm very proud of them. We're in first place in every single one of them in Okay Patins. Today we won against uh, Oliveirense, so we qualified for the final four of the Europa League. It's kind of a, like the Champions League of uh, Okin Patins. Right. So congratulations to our team. Phenomenal job. We haven't been in that level of the competition for many years. Mm -hmm. So after the um, investment done in the Okin Patins, is paying off. Um, and Bruno Carvalho criticized them, and now they're playing like hell. So mm -hmm. it worked out with them. In mm -hmm. volleyball, um, the the, uh, the the we in the final with Befica, which we will play against them the, the first game soon in April, at the end of April. Uh, futsal, uh, we in the final uh, four uh, with Barcelona, Inter, uh, Motivar, yeah. and uh, uh, the GT GTX team that we're gonna play against them uh, in the semifinal. So. If we make the final again, it'll be two finals in a row in the yeah, for the foot futsal. Yeah, the also, futsal also real quick, shout out to Spartan, the official futsal page for following me on Twitter. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So futsal was still in first place in the in the Portuguese league. We play tomorrow. Um, and ball, we we smoking. We won against Benfica, and then uh, we playing against this weekend. So we we basically cruising. Uh, we're doing what we're supposed to do. The, our ladies doing a phenomenal job. Natasha Portugal and the championship, they're still five points ahead of Braga, our biggest rival. And all the modalities, ju judo, they've been giving us, Fonseca gave us another bronze medal. Track um, uh, and field, the guys and the girls, amazing. Juniors won today 5-3 against uh, Union Leiria. Uh, th there's nothing I can say. Uh, uh, table tennis in first place. Uh, uh, there's nothing I can say about the modalities. I'm so proud of them. They're playing as sporting. They're playing like they should be playing. Uh, even the Infantis, they won uh, the Tournée de Pontinha five years in a row, uh, Pinto Campeões um, against Levanta of Spain, 2 nothing. So I'm very proud of our modalities. I mean, what? How can you not be? We're in first place in every single one. Mm -hmm. The main ones, mm -hmm. Patins, and ball, volleyball. I mean, it, it, it's just amazing. And that, and, and our team, our soccer team, guys, soccer team, they, they think they're they, they special and kings and princes or whatever they think they are. They should go to the Pavilion Jean-Roche and watch them play, how they play. Maybe they'll learn a thing or two. Yeah, watch and them maybe, win something. Maybe it'll be contagious and then They'll play like Leones because I don't think they are playing in full capacity, our our male team. I don't think so at all. Yeah, I think I see too much inconsistency. Too soft, too mm -hmm. too pale, no reaction. For sure, they're not playing like Leones. They're not. No. 
Yeah, the only last thing is uh, the Sporting B again just can't seem to get out of the relegation zone, which is a little bit frustrating. Yeah, um, they were up, they, they were up they, two one today too. Dude, they were up. The they, were, they were up two zero against uh, I think Nacional the week prior. Man, they just can't. and then lost again. Yeah, yeah, they just can't hold on uh, to a lead. Unfortunately, I think they know that uh, the team will be dismantled. Yeah, that's what I. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, it has to be that. Because earlier on we weren't this bad. Earlier on we were like mid table ish, and then we just sort of started falling, started dying. But then again, I mean, there were a lot of call ups too um, that we had brought into the. 18th. That's true too. They don't have Rafael so, Young anymore, who's doing well for them uh, earlier. Yeah, on he was he was killing it. Uh, who else? Jelson uh, Dalla too. He was loaned out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, there are a couple of other players, but anywho, guys, uh, last topic we're gonna hit. Um, before we say our goodbyes here, uh, tomorrow's game, Basfereda, we are at home. How do you guys expect the players to come out? What are your predictions? Steph, I'll let you go first. If everything was resolved today with the president, it, I, I think that was the the uh, what everyone wanted. Us, the fans, uh, plus Brun uh, Kervai, plus Sajazuz and the players. And I think that that, that was good. Um and uh, I think tomorrow will the, the players will have a chance to show that they they mean business. They playing at at Sporting with their the full capacity with all their heart. And I just hope they come out like lions and and they win against Pas Freire, even though that uh, Befica already has a championship in their pocket. You could tell by today's game in Barry. Yeah, they pay for it in the uh, the winter transfer market. That's why they didn't get players. They got yeah. they bought the reps instead. Yeah, if you just can say whatever they want to say, but uh, uh, they a bunch of cheaters. Not all of them, of course, but the ones that believe that uh, they winning fairly, mm -hmm. they must be crazy. Oh, absolutely. Their president today is they make fun of our president. Let me make fun of theirs too. That's He's true. A piece of shit, corrupted guy. We all know that. Yeah, and winning championship with corruption. I'm never going to stop saying it. It's an embarrassment. And every yep. Fikista that thinks it's okay and it's normal, they want more proofs. If you want more proofs that you've seen on TV and every every newspaper of the world, you guys are known. Yeah. But for the wrong reason. Yeah. So, so for yeah. the game against Fast Red, I'm expecting to win like 3 nothing. All right, Danny. Let me just quickly say something on the president as well. I said this on Twitter and I thought it was I, I liked it at least. I don't know. Give me your two cents after. Both of our both of the presidents may have been unprofessional. My unprofessional president was a little bit passionate. Their unprofessional president was crooked. So I know what I prefer. Now what I yeah. expect from what I expect <laughs> from the team is um is uh, there was a, a a young captain I forget his name now. I think he was in the under 13s. But he he said when you play with you have to play with heart every time you have this this emblem on the chest. And and that's what I want the players to go out to, uh, tomorrow and prove that that the, that the crest that the shirt that they're wearing it's a heavy shirt but that they 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 they're worthy of it. I want them to honor the shirt. I want them to put in on a in a performance for the fans that they haven't done um, the last two the last two games at least because no matter where they go whether it's Madrid whether it's fucking Kazakhstan wherever they go we're out there supporting them. Yep, we'll be there in numbers. Mm -hmm. Tell me, show me another team worldwide that hasn't won the that hasn't won the league in 16 years that gets the attendance that we get. Yeah, you know, you know how many fans, you know how many fans were, were in Madrid. 
4,000 mm. uh, yeah. 4, plus, I read one Three, one of the reports. 3,600. There single you go. Ticket, they gave us, we they got we sold, sold out. Yeah. You know, I gave a lot of credit to, to our sporting Jesus fans from Portugal and all, all over the world, of course. But the majority, come they come from Portugal because they really love the club. And like Danny said, it's an embarrassment that we keep, you know, getting defeated year after year after year. And it's easy to say, Benfica wins by corruption. I have no doubt that they do. But it's not only about that. Yeah. We've been playing yeah. black shit, too. We, we make it a lot easier for them, I guess you can a, say. A lot, yeah. a lot more. Like even Taça Portugal. Mm-hmm. Even even uh, in the Liga Europa, I didn't find Athletic Madrid that dangerous. We gave them those two goals. Yeah. The Athletic de Madrid didn't play amazingly. We, no. we just facilitated tremendously yep. their game. Yeah. yeah we we yeah. beat ourselves. We beat ourselves at the end of the day. 100%. And so, um, just go to ahead. go back on that quickly. Score if, predictions, if, guys. Score predictions. I just want to give, hopefully, a, a dominant 3 nothing win. 3 nothing. the players aren't half asleep and that they actually fucking go for it. All right. Steph, your score prediction. Opa, já disse três zero, mas foi quatro zero melhor. Se eles não querem jogar, vou eu para lá contigo, com o Dani e a gente caralho. You know what? I think we have enough members on the Sporting 160 to have a Listen, starting eleven. I'm starting to recover from this ACL tear. Huh? I'm, I think I'm, almost, I'm maybe a month away from being ready again. There you go. I can't tell you this much. If I if I get on the pitch with the sporting jersey, what that come Oh, dude, that, that'd be that'd be that'd be a hell of a feeling. Uh, for me, I think we're gonna win at least five zero. I say five. That's Hey, bro, we're rumored to play with the B team, not them. No, 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 no. Every everyone's back. JJ Conference. He said I he know, can. I'm kidding, he I'm can kidding. Yeah, yeah. I say five zero, man. And if they do not, if they put in a sub, like a shit performance again, oh my god, I'm going it's, to have a field day on, on the, the next place. podcast. It's Absolutely. On, don't even say it's on. Yep. It's on the place. Eu punho Paulinho ponta de lance. Yeah, at, 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 that's when you know we're, we're going to have a big turnaround this summer. They they cannot come out flat. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And uh, you know, you know, he would, he would, uh, he, he would dive into the referee and bite his leg. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, but, oh uh, let's not forget um, uh, to our dear friend Kelly. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Kelly Souza and uh, her husband Kevin and um, rest in peace. Um, Los Prisms and uh, a good friend of ours, um, a great Befiquista, and um, she passed away recently. She left behind uh, her husband Kevin and her daughter Arias. They uh, Tiki Taka did a great uh, tribute, a great video. Um, actually, I did. Um, Send him a, a voice me- a voice message, mm-hmm. and uh, she was just way too young, and uh, yeah, sure. the way she passed away was uh, very sad. So that's all. Pressing yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart- um, heartbreaking. My my she quick very, thing. She was very special, very sweet. Oh, she was amazing. We we lost we lost a tremendous person on the uh, Twitter Portuguese community. Um, I never met her, 
but I didn't have to meet her to see the type of person that she was when she would communicate with everybody. When you were feeling down, she would message you. Um, luckily, I was always up late at night, and so was she because I could never – I can never go to freaking sleep early. Um, so that's when I would usually interact with her. It was mostly late at night. Um, I remember one time we were talking about the show uh, This Is Us. If you guys haven't seen it, highly recommended. Um, now every time I watch that show, I think of her because um, she introduced me to that. Um, and, and she was just an amazing person, whether you were a portista, spartingista, it, it didn't matter to her. She didn't see colors. Um, she saw people for what they were. Um, and it was definitely a devastating loss. Um, so, you know, rest in peace to her, watch over us. And, um, that's all I got guys. Yeah, for sure. Rest in peace. It was heartbreaking news. I didn't interact with her as, as, as much as you two, but the little interaction I had with her, um, you know, it was, it was always great. Um, definitely my prayers and thoughts go out to, to Kevin and his daughter. Um, yeah. From someone yeah. who's lost, from someone who's lost a mother, I can, mm-hmm. I can tell you firsthand that it's the toughest thing in the world. I know. And seeing, you yeah. know, beside, uh, then seeing my dad have to suffer for it, it was tough as well. So Kevin and your daughter, you're in my thoughts, you're in my prayers. Uh, chin up. She's watching over you. And um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, from us, Sporting 160 EN, our condolences um, to you, Kevin. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add anything else. Um, I'm pretty much good. Steph, Danny, any last words before we wrap this up? I just have one thing. My annoying Portista buddies trying to get a shout-out. So shout-out to my boy Patrick Ducudo. <laughs> you're a cool I like guy. Patrick. You're I like cool, Patrick. You're a cool guy, but you support a shit club, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you only hurts. Like- the only last thing I'd like to say is uh, to our listeners, listen to Sporting 160. They had a great show last time. Uh-huh. Um, I listened to it. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, also Three Tugas, awesome, awesome podcast. And uh, also Tiki Talk, another great podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, I know it sounds like a lot of podcasts, but they... Uh, they're, they're all good. Mm-hmm. They all do a pretty good job, and we support each other. We get along with each other. And that's the way it should be. Our podcast community is getting stronger and stronger, better than these bullshit programs on TV. Absolutely. So uh, listen to the podcast. If you ever want to be a guest on our show, just send us a DM. And yeah. we'll be glad to bring you in our show. We'll, uh, pro- we'll promise you a good, a good time, a lot of fun, like today. Viva Sporting Clube Portugal, que é o clube, que é maior que todos os jogadores, maior que qualquer presidente. Yep. yep, we are the club. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that is it from us. Hit us up with any uh, – we didn't get any questions this episode, right? I don't think we did. I didn't see any. No, we didn't. We didn't, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so, guys, next episode, hopefully we have a few questions about anything. Um, Subscribe if you haven't. Uh, retweet us on Twitter. Um, we'll have a Facebook page coming out soon as well. Um, that's going to be that's processing. That's going to be in the works. Um, so stay tuned for any you know major news as well and updates. Uh, so from us guys, um, have a blessed week. Let's get this W tomorrow and take care everybody. Forza Sporting. Viva Sporting Club Portugal. Viva Steph. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. We got that. We got that. All right, y'all. Take it. <laughs>